Good morning. Good morning. We're here. Week one of the Destination Fantasy Podcast. Just so you know, just so everyone knows, we are streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. We're here to get you ready for your week one matchups. Um, before I even continue to spill my excitement here, I just want to introduce my two co-hosts here. Uh, one familiar phrase that you know very well, Mr. Deshaun Reed. How you doing this morning? Oh, fantastic, bro. Week one football. Got a bunch to talk about. I'm just excited to watch these games today, bro. Right. <clears throat> and the other guy that we have here, um, he is, he is new this year to us. He's been, you know, we he was here last week and we did like a, you know, a random show in the summer, but the official introduction here, he's my partner as well on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast that we do live Saturday mornings, which goes live on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and other platforms as well. Uh, Mr. Ian Jones, how are you doing, man? Man, pretty good. Football is back, man. I'm excited. Man, we, we have a lot to get into. Man, but, but yeah, just just uh, really quick, guys. Um, like you mentioned, football is back. Uh, what what's what's on the spread today? Well, what are we eating here? Because I I still probably got to go to the store later and go get me some. Yeah, I I don't know. It's normally like around our crib on uh, Sundays. It's normally like you know bar food, gang food, like burger sliders, or um, I think my wife said that she's gonna make some. Uh, uh, honey barbecue, uh, boneless wings, and like probably like some loaded fries or something like that. So, you know, it, it, like we don't do meatloaf and mashed potatoes up on game day. We don't do lasagna or anything like that on game day. It got to be pre-game food, man. You know what I mean? Uh, wings, burgers, you know, brats, something like that. Man food. I figured there. Ian, what you got over there? I think I'm in the same boat with you, Jamar. I, I don't even know yet, but I, I definitely <laughs> figure it out, man. I definitely figure it out. Got to have something good to snack on, eat during these games, man, for sure. Man, I, I meant because I was at the store yesterday, and I was just, I'm just getting all the what's on the regular grocery list, and I forgot. Yeah. And then as soon as I got home, I'm like crap, I forgot. So gotta turn turn back around. But <clears throat> all right, so week one started Thursday. We had a pretty good game um, for, you know, good and bad reasons. Lions, Chiefs, uh, as the public probably know at this point, Lions end up winning 21 to 20. Um, I feel like the couple things to take away here, and I definitely want to hear you all's thoughts, is one, uh, Patrick Mahomes can't do it all by himself, even though he did everything he could to win that game. But uh, it, it kind of – you know, it doesn't help if your receivers can't catch the ball, even though you put it right on the money and they still drop the ball. What can you do, right? Um, so Travis Kelsey, the first time he missed the game since his rookie year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Kadarius Tony, if you played that man, I'm sorry you did that. If he's even on your roster, I'm sorry that you even have him. But <laughs> at this point, I'm surprised he isn't cut by now. But nevertheless, that that was a big, big bummer there. Um on the Lions side of the ball, the one thing that I definitely want to get into is the snap count between David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. Now, I know Jameer Gibbs' ADP is so much higher than uh, David Montgomery's was during draft season. But as you see, David Montgomery is a thing. Uh, they did sign him in the offseason from uh, me and Ian's team, the Bears. 
and they are focusing on making sure that he gets the touches that you know you know the i guess to be productive but the only thing that i would say is from what i read is they just wanted to give jameer gibbs i guess just a, a taste of the game action to get a feel for him and supposed to up his his count significantly we'll see on that but deshaun what is your quick thoughts on this matchup here um <clears throat> I mean, just the whole Kadarius Tony thing. Uh, anytime you lose a player of you know uh, Travis Kelsey's caliber, I mean, I, I think I think the spread quickly changes, right? Um, it's 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 one of those things to where it's like we've all said it up in the past. Them losing cheating and still winning the Super Bowl, you know, because they still have Kelsey is you know one of the one of the main reasons. But when you lose a player like Kelsey, like who's gonna step up? For this football team, is it going to be Pacheco? Is it going to be um, one of the young receivers that they have? Uh, Rasheed Rice um, even caught a touchdown in that game. Um, the backup tight end caught a, caught a touchdown in that game, but it was still not enough. Where's they star power outside of Travis Kelsey? So I think um, you know the biggest thing for the Kansas City Chiefs is like no, I'm sure nobody's hitting the panic button. They'll be just a okay as long as they got uh, you know Patrick Mahomes under center. But who's going to be the player that's going to be able to? you know, uh, show up in big moments when Kelsey isn't going to be available. Now, um, <clears throat> again, you already mentioned the Kadarius Tony thing. Kadarius Tony was the best player for the Detroit Lions on Thursday because, the, like, he was just – he he didn't want to catch the ball at all, man. And I'm if, if I'm Patrick Mahomes, like, I would kind of be upset a little bit. But at the same time, we saw the, um, the ending press conference when, you know, Patrick Mahomes saying that he – has the utmost trust in Kadarius Tony, which, you know, that's the politically correct thing to say so that there's no drama inside the locker room. But if I'm the coach, man, you know, I'm probably poking him in the chest and saying, hey, you know, you want to be a big time player. We need to see big time production here. So from the um, chief side of the football, that's, you know, pretty much it is what it is. But the Lions side, I, uh, you know, Jared Goff played pretty good. And uh, I want to shout out Sam Laporta, man. Like uh, you mentioned it, Jamar, you inserted him inside your lineup. I mentioned him as being like one of those tight end sleepers. Um, you know, just Iowa football is like just pumping tight ends out. Just like whatever, you know, you need from a tight end, just look no further than Iowa. So he was he was pretty good. You mentioned the Jameer Gibbs thing. Um, Y'all guys, his ex-boy, man, uh, David Montgomery, uh, I believe 21 carries. And uh, I'm not sure exactly how uh Jameer Gibbs uh you know how many carries he had in that game but he wasn't the main cog inside that backfield it was definitely Montgomery you already touched on that so um I think all in all it was an okay um start to the football season fair enough and you got any thoughts with this game um just to piggyback off of Deshaun as far as the Kadarius Tony uh situation you know you will hope, you know, in that regard that he doesn't, you know, lose his confidence. And I think that's the biggest thing. You don't want a guy like that to lose his confidence. I mean, he, he, had, he had a pretty bad game, everybody's seen. So, um, you know, hopefully, you know, it was just a bad game. Next week is another week. You know, hopefully we don't see, like, that doesn't become a trend, you know. Um, and I think as well, you know, they need to flirt with an idea to, you know, go get a number one receiver because i mean is this going to be you know the tail uh the talk of their season um who's going to step up you know as that presence on the outside but you know besides travis kelsey so 
Um, you know, if you got Kadarius Tony, let's hope this doesn't become a trend and hopefully he just starts producing, you know, every week. You know, like I in my in my opinion, I think I think they'll be okay. I do think they need a number one receiver. And I think Kadarius Tony will be fine, but you know, hopefully it just doesn't become a trend and um I think the Lions uh think they should, you know, give the ball to, you know, Jameer Gibbs a little more like it seemed like every time he got the ball the other day, he, he looked like real explosive, like real explosive. So I I think, you know, in time coming, I think he'll get more carries, you know, more, you know, catches out the backfield, screens, and you know, things of that nature. So I think, you know, he, he still is, you know, a good pickup. Yeah. You know, I guess they just wanted to, you know, ease him in. But, I mean, he, in my opinion, he was looking very explosive. So, you know, I would have kept feeding him the ball. But, uh. Um, yeah, David Montgomery, he did have a he did have a pretty decent game. He had to, uh, ultimately the game wasn't a touchdown. So yeah, he had a pretty decent yeah. game. And like you guys stated, uh, Sam Ford, he had a, he had a damn good game. He had a damn good game. He had a pretty couple catches. So it's looking like a great pickup. Absolutely. Um, and really quick before we move on, just to uh, put a cap on this. Yeah. So Gibbs had nine touches. In, in that game, as opposed to my first 21. Yeah. Um, and it kind of reminds me of a few, yeah, at this point, a few to several years ago when, you know, when New Orleans had a new tandem in the backfield by the names of Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara yeah. to where, you know, Mark Ingram was, you know, the guy there and then they drafted Kamara and that, that you know, that, conflict duo that that thunder and lightning type deal right to where Gibbs you know his you know his NFL comparison was Alvin Kamara coming in and from the eye test if you actually looked at the game and saw him when he had the ball in his hands you you see why the comparison is there like you mentioned in the explosion like this dude like is is fast (laughs) like really fast really shifty really just like a, a blur so so yeah, if if you you know if you got Gibbs and you use a first round pick on 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 them this year, I'm, I'm sure that you know you're feeling a little certain type of way, you're a little hesitant, a little, you know, like eh, like. But it's, it's it's only week one. Be patient. I'm pretty sure you're gonna get your ROI on him pretty soon, uh, especially with that offense. So so yeah, Lions end up winning 21 20. Um, we got as I mean we don't have any bye weeks so. Every team is in play this week. Um, but before we even get into those matchups, we got a couple of injuries here uh, to really highlight here. Cooper Cup, my gosh. In training camp, if, if I'm not mistaken, he was dealing with a hand streak in, injury, if I'm not mistaken. And then he was getting ready to come back and then had a, a major setback. This past week, he's seen a doctor in Minnesota. Uh, Sean McVay ruled him out week one and then uh, yesterday afternoon, officially going to IR, and I know the IR is like at least four weeks, but I, I feel like this here might be longer, or and or a lingering situation. Um, so for starters, I, I feel bad for anybody that took Cooper Cup early in a draft this year, like a second round pick third round pick basically in the first three rounds if you took Cooper Cup I know you probably feeling it but even if you drafted late you know 
right before the season started and, you know, got him in the sixth, seventh round. It's like you still to the point I, I would imagine a lot of people feel like, did I just really waste a pick here type yeah. deal? Because, yeah, Cooper Cup, when he's healthy on the field and has an adequate quarterback throwing in the ball, yes, he is a very dangerous player on your team. Very dangerous. But knowing how the Rams are nowadays, I feel like by the time Cooper Cup <laughs> come back, you might see Stinson Bennett at quarterback. And at that point, <laughs> like, is he really Cooper Cup in fantasy? So my question to you all is, and I kind of like, like threw this out there yesterday in our group chat, would you rather have Cooper Cup or Jonathan Taylor right now? Stashed away. <clears throat> Man, uh, to be completely honest, I'm still taking Cooper Cup because it's it's okay. Now I get it. It's the injury thing, and look, soft tissue injuries are nothing to play with. They linger, right? Like even when you think that you're healthy, you know, it, it takes one extra step or one misstep rather for you to be able to, uh, you know, bring that injury back or even worse than what it already previously was. Um, like you mentioned, Jamar. So um, Cooper Cup, when he is healthy, listen, the dude gets 100 targets a game, bro. He, 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 he's the model of consistency. Um, and he's not truly dealing with some sort of contract, uh, you know, dispute. So it's whenever he's healthy, he's ready to come in and play ball. Now up on the Jonathan Taylor side of things, it's, it's, it, I, I'm not sure how disgruntled he'll be, you know, when he does or if he returns. So it's it's just me knowing uh, Cooper Cup's uh, previous you know uh, pedigree and again uh, PPR and blah 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 things of that nature would take up under consideration as well. It'll kind of alter my uh, decision there a little bit, but I'm man, I I think I'm okay with still Cooper Cup, man. I I think I'm better off still having Cooper Cup. All right, and what are you thinking on that one? Um, this is a tough one, but I think I'm like, um, Deshaun stated, I'll probably stay with, uh, Cooper cup, just based upon you're dealing with a disgruntled player. So, I mean, he's, I mean, he's healthy. He's a, you know, he got a full capability of doing, you know, what he normally does, but does he, you know, does he really want to play? You know, you don't know where his mind is at. So it's kind of like, uh, he might not run as hard or. He, you know, he simply just might not care because, you know, he's not getting compensated the way he feels. So, um, like you stated with Cooper Cup, you know, when whenever he's in the lineup, he's getting 10 catches easy. I mean, he's averaging 10 catches a game easy. You know, he, what, averaged 130 catches a year in the last couple of years when he's been healthy. So, I mean, at this point, is Cooper Cup. I don't even think it's – it. to be honest, it might not even be close. All right, I'm going to play devil's advocate just for a second. Because um, everything you all are saying is, is not wrong. But I'm looking at it from the standpoint that in the best interest of Jonathan Taylor, whose profession is football, and I'm pretty sure is trying to make as much as much money as he can before he can't you know play anymore, he has to come back at a certain point. He has to be back by, if I'm not mistaken, week 11 or 12 at the latest. 
to play yeah. at least six games in order for that season to count so he can get by that year of his contract. Um, and that's just worst case scenario. I think best case scenario is maybe the Colts and either the Colts and him figure it out to where he's back at the week four or he's miraculously they end up trading him at, at that point. But either way, Jonathan Taylor, just like the rest of these running backs in this league, I mean, yeah, they're all disrespected, but at the same time, you still got to, you know, go out there and still earn the contract that you want to a certain degree for the end of position. So I feel like he is going to be on the field. And when he's on the field, like like you stated, like, Ian, he can't be out there like just half effort. That's how you get hurt. Yeah. So I think he'll be, you know, he had to go, you know, 100% or not at all type deal on that one. So, but yeah, either way, both of these situations are not ideal at all. And, uh, and I'll tell you about another un- uh, a situation that's not ideal either that we found out late yesterday is Mark Andrews, um, who I do have in a couple of leagues. I I just I had to double check my leagues. I knew I had him in one, but I think I had him in three. I'm like, okay. So, so yeah, he's he's not suiting up in a matchup that is pretty, pretty, is a pretty nice matchup against the Houston Texans at home. But nevertheless, um, this sucks. A uh, couple of options here, in my opinion. Um, if Tyler Higby is out there this week, that is definitely a great play since we just talked about how Cooper Cup is not around. The next best thing, in my opinion, for Matthew Stafford, who likes to favor people when he throws the ball, Tyler Higby. Hmm. That man has tunnel vision. Yeah. Um, so I think Higby is a great play this week. Um, but we know tight ends are shot in the dark a lot of times. So I would say also another option is, uh, the backup tight end, Isaiah likely who we saw glimpses of last year, who actually looked really good when he was out there and had the opportunity to play. So those are the two for me, uh, is there, do y'all, do you all have, you know, anyone else that could be a possible substitution here today? Uh, no, nah, not at the moment. Like we mentioned last time, it's, it's once you get past a certain level of tight end in fantasy football, they're pretty much all the same. You know what I mean? You're going to get around that five to eight, maybe nine, um, like what Laporta did this past game, like somewhere around that range. So, um, no, nah, Isaiah Likely, super athletic. Um, he, you know, he's already showing what he can do. And I, I think that's a fantastic one. Uh, the Tyler Higby thing should be a no brainer. Uh, for sure. Whenever Cooper Cup is out, um, Tyler Higby was good last year in the games that Cooper Cup missed eight games down the stretch um, of last season. <clears throat> so in those games, Tyler Higby was a big focal point and he performed well. So, yeah, Tyler Higby would be the obvious choice here if he is available out there. So. Fair enough. You got anybody over there? Um. Actually, I have Tyler Higby in both of my <laughs> fantasy leagues. Fire him up. Fire him up. Yeah, yeah, I have him in both. Uh, maybe uh, maybe Firemuth from uh, Pittsburgh. But um, like Deshaun stated, I think, you know, once you get to a, you know, like you said, once you get to a certain part with the tight ends, it's kind of it's kind of like a big drop-off. Mm-hmm. Like with, I, I would say probably after those first maybe – 10 or 8 to 10 tight ends is kind of like a follow-up. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely a cliff. And um, 
I guess since you mentioned that you got Tyler Higby in both of your teams, I guess this is a perfect segue here. So just so you all know, you know, us three, we we did manage to get in one league together. Um, and this is the league that me and Deshaun has been in 10 years now, I think, if I'm not mistaken, according to the app, 10 years. Oh, 10, wow. no, more. If, more. The app, see, that crazy thing about it is the app doesn't backtrack past a certain time. You, you know, you're right. It's been, so, that's the case, probably yeah, 15. Dude. Oh, yeah, <laughs> easily, easily 15 years now. Yep. Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. So, nevertheless, um, you know, within the last 10 years, Deshaun has won a couple. There's been some other people that's whoa, won a whoa, couple. Whoa, whoa, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> Couple. Did I get that wrong? Yeah, you definitely got that wrong. Oh. <laughs> Couple. That's two, Jamar. <laughs> that's two. Um, I won, I've won six. I won six. Uh. <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean, what can I, I mean, I who's coming? Who's coming? I take it, I take it Jamar hasn't won six. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 Deshaun is basically the Michael Jordan of this fantasy. I, I I would say I would say Brady, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need, I need like That's a statue, a, a gold jacket. I need something, bro. Bruh, I <laughs> and I and I feel like the Buffalo Bills of the nineties. Oh wow! Because I keep getting to the big That's dance. Yeah, <laughs> keep, can't get it done. Can't get it done. So I mean, the crazy thing of it is, like, real quick, Jamar has the highest win percentage. He has the highest percentage of playoff appearances inside the league. Wow. So that should that should tell you something. I believe his win percentage is over seventy percent. Um, wow. mine is just under that. I'm number two. He has the highest um playoff appearances inside the league. Like we check this, man, and it's crazy to think that I have six chips. Jamar, how many do you have? I I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> it's it's according to that, it's a goose egg. <laughs> <laughs> Because I keep finishing second and third. Like, if you go down the list, second, third, second, yeah. third, second, third. I think one time fifth, second, third, second. It's just, like, That's it crazy. happens. It happens. But we was able to get Ian into this league in week one. Going against him. And, you know, I could talk about it all day and night, but I'm going to do you all one better. We're going to actually, you know, you know, show it real quick, if I may. Uh, bam! Can you all see it? Yep. Yep. Is it is it big enough? Do we need to switch? Oh, it? there we go. That better. Much yep. better. All right. That's better. Yep. All right. So, where did it go on my end? Um, uh, mm. where it went on my end? I like this, man. We need like some theme music or something, man. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. Man, so all right, nevertheless, just work with what I got here. All right, so yeah, this is a two quarterback league. Um, as we might have stated before in previous shows. Uh, okay, here we go. All right. Um, so Ian's team, um, organic marathon runners, uh, he got Fields and Bryce Young. He relies on Young, but Ian is a secret Panthers fan. I ain't telling nobody that, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he also got CMC and Dalvin Cook, Debo mm. Samuel, Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, DJ Moore in the flex, the Cowboys defense, and Cairo Santos for the Bears. That's a stellar lineup. Mm. 
That is overall. See, I, I kind of got like the little sweat emoji a little bit here because like, you know, I got <laughs> I got Herbert. I'm let I'm, I'm I guess I'm letting Russ cook today. And I know the last time we saw Russ, yeah, I know. I know. Hey, we got new offense, new team. Hey. Yo, and, you know, you guys are so evenly matched. Uh you can can you like scroll down to like the uh projector? Like if you don't mind cuz like the only yeah. one that we can't see it I, I mean, that shows it. That yeah. shows it like how close of a game is going to be like I'm looking over like Boom, boom. These two dudes cancel each other out. These two dudes cancel each other out. So, it's, I mean, that's going to be a good game. I'm going to have to keep my eye on this one. For sure. It is. But I feel like he, like, in, like, like for real, like, you have more players that have higher ceilings than mine. I, I, I strongly believe that. From top to bottom. Yeah. Okay. That's, so that's, actually, that's actually fair. <laughs> I, See, don't the know, fact I that think I, it's pretty equal though. I mean, I, you you looking at I mean you got you got George Kittle, then you got Justin Jefferson with you know T Higgins. Cause you know, oh. I mean Justin Jefferson, he these almost equivalent to uh Cooper Cuff in a sense now. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah. it, if so the point that I like to make is so go ahead and scroll down to the bench, Jamar, for me. So if you scroll down to the bench, um, fantastic job by you for for both of you guys, by the way, having two number one wide receivers at the flex spot. That's I mean, I mean, that's you can't really too much beat that. But when we get down to it, you still got George Pickens, Jackson Smith, and Jigba and Tyler Higby on the bench. Like that's kind of crazy. I mean, not to mention Pat Freer move, you know what I mean? But yeah, okay, but Jamar has Johnston, Hunt is the is like the big if. Beckham might be a little bit better without uh, Mark Andrews this week. So, I don't know. I, I think it's pretty evenly matched. But the heavy hitters are going to definitely be a key. Oh, Jonathan Taylor. So, he – okay, I see what you did there. You scrolled down just to make sure that I could see that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, kudos to you for having him, for having him stash the weight. But, no, man, it's, it's a – dude, this is about as, about as even as you can get. Like I see yeah. a lot of people canceling each other up. If Justin Jefferson and Nick Chubb and Justin Herbert, those three are gonna oh T Higgins, oh my god, man. Yeah, yeah. T. Higgins. Oh, man. T Higgins at wide receiver too is always tough, bro. Man. Like for me personally, not not even this matchup, but long term, if I do if, if Brees Hall can look anywhere like the Brees yeah. Hall before he got hurt last yeah. year, I swear. That's, man. Yeah, that's he that should be okay. Big plus, yeah. He should be a okay, bro. Yeah, he won't. I mean, he won't have. He won't have as much. You know, got to see how him and Dalvin work together. Right. That's the only thing. Um, yeah, he won't have much pressure. So, hopefully, I mean, hopefully, yeah, he'll stay. He'll stay healthy. Mm. I'm hoping so. And then one last thing I want to note here. Uh, so during this draft, like, because I had the number one pick, I I really didn't want the number one pick at all. But, but nevertheless, I had it, and every time I was getting ready to take someone, he ended up on Ian's team. And so, <laughs> Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Ridley, DJ Moore, Cal Pitts, George Pickens, Justin Fields. Like this dude got this dude drafted my team. So, so I, I to be honest, so I do have Justin Fields in both of my leagues. But I and when I think it was in this one, 
he wasn't my first pick at quarterback. So my first pick at quarterback was actually Pat was uh Patrick Mahomes. He was my first pick, mm. but I think like the pick before, I was like, damn, I <laughs> I needed Pat. So Justin was Justin was my sec Justin and Lamar was my second in both of my leagues. And Lamar went right before both times. So I was like, well, Justin is there. And I think DJ Moore DJ Moore lasted longer than I thought he was gonna be. DJ Moore uh Dalvin Cook for sure. Those guys they lasted longer than I thought. Yeah, and, oh, and Calvin Ridley and Calvin Ridley as well. So I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta jump on that. Yep. So he took, he he basically, you know, kind of messed up my whole plans because like I knew I was gonna drive Trevor Lawrence coming into this, and I wanted to pair him up with Calvin Ridley. And then next thing you know, who takes him? None other but him. <laughs> and then you know later in the draft, I'm like, all right, man, I need a high upside player, man. Like, boom, up. I was just about to take. Uh, George Pickens, who takes him? Ian. <laughs> so yeah, Ian has been Ian has been thieving, bro. Ian's been Ian's been he's been thieving. Dude, Ian ain't been in this league no more than two weeks and came in and just <laughs> been a thorn to everybody. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna stop sharing the screen now. I'm getting up. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, it's no, nah, it should definitely be fun today. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. Um, so I'm gonna get into let's get into upgrades and downgrades for today, real quick. And then I got some uh tournament and cash game lineups for DraftKings for for those you know that's looking to do some daily here. But upgrades, gentlemen, this is what I got quarterback Geno Smith. I got running back Joe Mixon. Uh, Basically, he's the Seattle wide receivers. I, I couldn't just choose DK because I feel like Lockett and um, um, your boy. Jackson yeah. Smith and Jayba. There we go. It's all uh, viable options here today. And then Tyler Higby, we we definitely talked about that. Uh, uh, comments, concerns, approvals, we good here? No, I mean, yeah, definitely approval upon the uh, Joe Mixon and Seattle wide receivers thing. Uh, Geno Smith. You know, whenever you mention the Seattle wide receivers, um, excuse me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, whenever you mention the Seattle wide receivers, you got to give a nod to the, to the quarterback who's going to be throwing them the football. So I think, you know, Geno Smith is a good play. No, all of these are definitely good um, upgrades for week one. All right. So, you know, what goes up must come down. So downgrades. I have Aaron Rodgers. Um you know, going against that Bills defense Monday night. That's the reason why, if you saw my bench, Aaron Rodgers was sitting on the bench. Yeah. It's just more so – I'm not saying that he won't be good, but it's more of a wait-and-see approach on that one for me. Um, Jamal Williams, and I know you got something to say about Mr. Williams <laughs> here in a second, but just more so, just so people know, the rookie running back that they had drafted, he's out. And, of course, Kamara's on suspension. And basically you got a bunch of YMCA – uh, Walmart and maybe your guy up the street as backup running backs off the practice squad this week. So therefore, Jamal Williams is going to have a lot of value here. But going against Tennessee, man, that's that's very tough. Um, Hollywood Brown and basically arguably anybody on the Arizona Cardinals for that matter. And um, yeah. Dawson Knox. I mean, you draft the Kincaid. And then also on top of that, it's going against the Jets. I mean, just bad all the way around. But uh, go ahead and let them know how you feel about Mr. Mr. Williams. Yeah, man. Look, I know that things are very, very dim 
for Jamal Williams, and rightfully so, man. That uh, if Tennessee can do one thing right, it is you know stop the run. Like that's what they're good at. They're very very stout up front. Um, but in, in that same token, like I mentioned it, I, I believe last night or um, you know um, yesterday afternoon, like I, I I asked you guys inside the group chat, like like I'm like yo, I think that. That 17 TDs from from one season ago was not a fluke. It's because of his utilization inside the red zone. Like, if he can get two red zone, no, three red zone carries, I think he punches one in. So, look, I'm I'm kind of fading him in PPR leagues for sure because he doesn't offer as much, um, you know, as in terms of like the passing game. But if you do have him inside of a standard league, I'm not afraid to play him. Jamar, you already mentioned no Keandre Miller. Um, no Alvin Kamara. Like, those are going to be two of the main factors in which I'm looking at Jamal Williams, and I'm like, yo, I want this dude to be able to do what he did last season, and that was score TDs at the goal line. So I'm I'm feeling a little bit more confident in Jamal Williams, more so than you are, Jamar. But at the same time, I understand that expectations should be tempered. You know, what's crazy, what's crazy is about Jamal Williams, and you kind of mentioned it, like not having much in the passing game when he was with green bay he was the one catching you know mm-hmm. the dink and dunks out the backfield he goes to detroit they changed his whole role up yep. and it, it seems like he went into a similar role in new orleans that he did in detroit but maybe just maybe to 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 your point um you know maybe he might get a couple of targets here maybe that might boost it up a little bit since the volume is there and like you said maybe he gets to the in the red zone you know you know, within the five yards, maybe, just maybe, right? Yep, yep. So, so yeah, um, those are downgrades. Uh, I guess, Ian, do you have anybody else you want to add or approve? Nah, or what are you thinking? I do approve of the Aaron Rodgers one. Um, I don't think a lot of people, you know, you see a big-name guy like that. No, they just you know might instantly start them but you know coming into coming into the season new team new scenery um we don't know how the old line is going to play and the first like you stated the first game against the Bills, that's a pretty first tough matchup it's not like a you know a easy game to, for a first game so i would i would definitely uh i would definitely second guess starting uh aaron Rodgers if you got him in your league fair enough um it's like we got a we got questions here. So from Terrell, what up? He said, um, Isaiah Likely or David and Joku today? Mm. Mm. So Isaiah Likely's at home against the Texans and Njoku's at home against the Bengals. Uh I'm gonna go in Joku, and here's why. Okay. I do believe that likely is probably the it just seems to be the, the the better play, right? Like, right off the back. No Mark Andrews. We are not sure who's going to be the guy. Rashad Bateman's been up and down. That uh, Zay Flowers is there. OBJ is there. There is kind of a little bit of a cluster, though. Like, it's, it's – it's, and with Lamar Jackson back under center, like, it's going to take away from a little bit of, like, the pass. And I think he's going to use his legs in a bunch. And I feel like this is a game in which they should be up a bunch so they may defer to pass late in the game as in opposed to the browns having to play keep up with that high octane Bengals offense i think it's going to be more opportunity for njoku in this game both should be pretty good plays but i'm leaning more towards njoku not bad ian what are you thinking 
that's a tough one, but I, I think I'll go I think I'll go in Joku though. I think um just uh I just think he's probably in a better situation in that in that offense, so I will go with Njoku for sure. I can see that. So I'm gonna go ahead and hit the trifecta button on this one and agree with you all. I think the biggest thing for me, the biggest caveat is game flow, the environment, mm-hmm. right? Um, Deshaun, you pretty much, you know, hit the nail on the head with that one as far as, yeah, you know, if Baltimore gets up big, like we, you know, think that they will, um, then, you know, game flow changes. It's going to be more so J.K. Dobbins and whomever else running the ball, Gus Edwards at that point. <laughs> but – Usually Bengals, Browns, you know, that should be more of a back and forth type deal. So, and also outside of Amari Cooper, maybe Njoku is probably maybe the second or third guy. So, so yeah, I'm going to Joku there. So, uh, so yeah, hit the trifecta there. Um, and then really quick, he had one more. Uh, Foxborough, I'll get to you in a second. He said, doesn't matter, is have Lamar for the stack. Mm. I on this one, I don't think so, just because like Lamar's points really come from, you know, his, he has a high floor because of his rushing ability. Yeah. Now, I mean, does it add more juice to it? Sure. But it doesn't. I don't think it sways the needle for me on this one. I concur. Yeah, same so. All right. So, Terrell, appreciate it, man. Good luck to you. Please continue to rock with us. Foxborough. That's that's Mr. 16 man. 16 team. Deep, 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 man. I have tightened uh Everett, but what y'all think about Taysom Hill in that spot today? Mm. I'm not sure what to think about Taysom Hill, man. Like, I'm not sure how they're gonna utilize him. Uh is Juwan Johnson still still there? Yeah. So it's so like, I don't know. Like, I, I think John Juwan Johnson was okay last year, but I know that Taysom Hill can play multiple roles, and it only really takes him one big play to be able to score on, like, some sort of gadget play. But those yeah. gadget plays may be few and far in between. So maybe you should go with the safer bet and um, ever. And, again, this is a 16-man. Ah, man, league, bro. So it's like the room for error is <laughs> – it's slim. None. Yeah, None. It's very slim. <laughs> I know firsthand. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Everett is the tight end for the Chargers, right? Yep. Yeah, so that is the number one game this week that has the highest upside as far as fantasy points are going to be divvied out. Play Everett. Definitely play Everett. So good luck to you, Foxborough. Um, we got Justin. Mr. Mm. Simpkins. So he has George Pickens, Garrett Wilson, or Alexander Madison in the flex today. I am going 100% Garrett Wilson. 1,000%. And here's why, Justin. That's my my boy, man. So George Pickens has a tough matchup against San Francisco. Now, again, that's my boy. You got to see it up there, man. Hashtag still a nation. Hashtag here we go. Any chance I get to throw that out there, that's what I'm going to do. But at the same time, I am fading him this week just because that matchup is just that difficult. Like, 
uh, they got uh, Bosa back, which they're like extremely happy about. He's inserted right back into the defense. That's going to make a big, big deal, right? So George Pickens, not saying that he isn't going to have a good game, but you should definitely like see other options there. Garrett Wilson, like Jamar mentioned, it. This you already got him, bro. Like he already Jamar said it a thousand percent. You want this dude in your lineup if you have him this week. I think that's going to be a very, very good game in which both teams try to compete to keep up with the other. And what better way to do that than Garrett Wilson? That's going to be one of the dynamic duos inside of fantasy this season. So I like that bunch. So the Madison thing, I would like to take the wait and see approach in my complete, you know, humble opinion. I think he can be good. We've seen the games in which he missed. I mean, in which he's played, in which Dalvin Cook has missed. And he's been a very, very um, good um, replacement option for those Dalvin Cook fans. But the wait-and-see approach with that one would be a little bit better. And what what is that matchup again, Jamar? Give it to me. What's that Vikings matchup? Uh, the Bucks. The Bucks. Boom. And there we go. And we know that the Bucks is very, very good at stopping the run as well. So, Garrett Wilson, no-brainer, man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, heck, I was drafting Garrett Wilson to be my number one wide receiver in 10, 10, 10, 10 leagues right this year. He, he deserves it yeah. this year. Man. And that might be my, 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 I guess, not necessarily ride or die, but my guy that I feel like that's going to really, like, be the – and when we yeah, start handing out rewards at the end – Yeah, awards at the end of the year, that's, that's the one that I'm looking at to be that guy. So good luck to you, Justin. That better not be in one of the leagues that I'm in with you. I'm just telling you that much. <laughs> good luck to you. Um, Prescott JB says Deshaun questionable Watson is going off today. <laughs> you know what? I, I would I would like to see that. I, I, I do would like to see that. And as you know, this guy is in my division, and I do believe it's one of the tougher divisions in the league. But yeah, getting sure. getting uh, Deshaun Watson just up and running this season, I think that that's their main goal. Like, he looked kind of shaky toward the end of the season. And, I mean, I get it. He missed a ton of time, and he was extremely rusty. But um, I think that they got kind of like the right pieces. They even added Elijah Moore this season. Um, Nick Chubb is going to be there. He's going to, you know, going to be like the anchor of that offense. Lean on him, lean on him, lean on him. But I think Deshaun Watson should be just fine today if – He's anything like the Deshaun Watson of old, you know, top 10 fantasy quarterback or whatever. I I, I think I can see this being the thing, uh, Prescott JB. Yeah. Um, no, I would definitely say that Cleveland Browns and the players, we haven't really – they've been under the radar this whole offseason. Yeah. And I, and for – and I think that that's a good thing. And so I really do like Deshaun Watson this year. Um Amari Cooper, I like that stack in general. But the number yeah. one player I really love on this team is Sir Nicholas. Sir, <laughs> Sir Nicholas. Nicholas. Sir Nicholas. He is, ro- he is royalty. So that's why I'm deeming him yeah. the name Sir Nicholas. But Nick Chubb is, is that guy. No Kareem Hunt there. Like, the volume should be there. And if you just, just – Deshaun Watson, just throw him the ball a couple times a game. Let him get a couple of catches in. That, right, that man. Yeah, I mean, if he can that get helps. back – if he can get back to – Anything close to what he was in Houston? I mean, the weapons are there. So, I mean, definitely. Um, Justin got one more last question, y'all. Comfortable starting Everett over Kittle? <sighs> okay. I don't know about that one. 
so funny you guys should mention that a uh, little bit before we started the show i get like the ticker or whatever like i'm i got like five apps that i run up on fantasy day that keeps me uh up to date as far as injuries go so george kittle is expected to play i know he was dealing with the groin injury um previously and uh he is playing against my Steelers, so i i I kind of like him if he is to start today, uh, just a bit over Everett. Um, I get it. Keenan Allen is there. Um, Jamar, um, Jamar's guy, Quentin Johnson, is still there. I'm trying to see what they're going to do with him. And Mike Williams and uh, Austin Austin Eckler. But Kittle can – not saying that Kittle doesn't have to battle between CMC, uh, uh, Brandon Ayuk, Devo Samuel, but I'm just leaning just a tad bit towards Kittle. Bigger name. More of more target share, and that's usually fantasy success. Yeah, uh, Ian, what you thinking here? Same thing, Kittle. Yeah, I gotta go with Kittle. Um, I just feel like you know, in that offense, they're just gonna lean on him more uh, than uh, than Everett. I mean, with Everett, I mean, with both teams, you have you know multiple weapons, but mm-hmm. you know, I just feel like Kittle just has that bigger role in the 49ers offense. No, absolutely. And I know a couple of minutes ago, minutes ago, I mentioned that, you know, the team, the game with the highest potential mm-hmm. of fantasy points being DVD out is the Chargers and Dolphins game. I, I'm actually going to lay eyes on that game today. Um, but with that being said, like you all stated, uh, the target share for George Kittle is so much bigger um, with the Niners and the usual fantasy equation, opportunity plus talent. The opportunity is so much bigger. Yep. Um, I mean, because outside of CMC and Devo is 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 Kittle. Yeah, and so hey, don't forget about Ayuk who led that team in receiving yards last year. Yeah, yeah, Ayuk, I get it, I get it, but but yeah, nevertheless, yeah, I'm if Kittle is definitely going for sure, then yeah, because I got a similar situation in um, matter of fact, in the league. That I'm going against Ian in today because initially until I saw the yeah, same ticket you saw. Yeah. And I had picked up Isaiah likely just in the in the chance that Kittle doesn't go. So so yeah, I'm I get it. I get it there. So so yeah, appreciate the question, uh Justin. Uh we are here for a little bit longer. So anybody else that has any questions, comments, concerns with lineups, matchups. DFS, which I'm about to get into here in a second, um, trades, anything, just let us know. So, with that being said, all right. So, if you bear with me here, I do have. No, last year I was just giving out tourney lineups, but today, I, and starting this year, I'm gonna give out cash game lineups too, because cash game is where I make my money for sure. So. You bear with me here. Bear down. Uh, give me a second oh. here. Uh, did I, did yeah, I really just sneak you, that in? Yeah, you did. You did. <laughs> My bad. So, all right. Can you all see that? Yep. Yep. Okay. So, this is the cash game lineup. So, basically, just so, and, and just to generalize it between cash game and turning cash games, you want to go so more so with the sure thing as much as possible um it's not something to get cute with uh per se so you're definitely trying to maximize all your opportunities there so this one here all right so 
Trevor Lawrence, I mean, Deshaun, you talked about Trevor Lawrence briefly earlier today and more so in general how much we love Trevor Lawrence this year. And so Trevor Lawrence going against the Colts, man. Come on, man. Yeah. And as you see, I got him stacked up with Calvin Ridley. Mm. I mean, I feel like that should be the biggest man for my buck between those two running backs. Joe Mixon, I mentioned him earlier as an upgrade. Uh, last time I checked, the Cleveland Browns and their run defense is not good at all. At all. Mm. And not to mention, there's no Samaji P. Ryan. It's kind of similar to Nick Chubb. The backup running back is no longer there. So... And the last thing I would say about Joe Mixon today, which I find interesting, is as we know, Joe Burrow, you know, he's playing, but, you know, he, he tweaked his calf in, in training camp. So I'm pretty sure that they might be there might be chances for a little bit more of a dink and dunk action with Joe Mixon here today, because I'm pretty sure they don't want to keep him in the pocket going against Miles Garrett and Zadarius Smith coming at his throat every uh, every play on the drop back. So I really do like Joe Mixon today. Raheem Moster. There's no Jeff Wilson Jr. You know, they got a bunch of other guys, but more so I'm banking on Moheen Moster, uh, Raheem Moster, excuse me, um, being the guy today in that high octane game in a system that he's familiar with. Um, so I think that's a good play there. And once again, in that game, I got Tyreek Hill. I cannot go wrong there. I feel like he's going to get his. And Deshaun, uh, hashtag Steeler Nation, hashtag here we go. Hey, you gotta uh, say it with some pride, man. Like that was weak, bro. That was weak. I, I'll try to do better, but no promises here. But look, last week I look, I deemed him and your boy Kenny Pickett as pick six. Like I, I really like Pickett, uh, even though you know it's against the Niners, but mm. still. I feel like the opportunity is there, and of course he's talented. So it's just more so a value and feed the ball to pick it, pickings, um, and that's just definitely by far his favorite target. So I, I feel like at five grand, that's a great value. So I kind of punt it on tight end here because because if I'm not paying up for Travis Kelsey, who's not on this slate because you know he was out, but also they played Thursday, and if I'm not paying up for Mark Andrews, not you know playing, then at this point. I'm going to just, like, just dart throw, Noah Fant. He is, um, you know, the starting tight end for the Seahawks in the game that we like their matchups against against the Rams. Matter of fact, if I ask you both, can you name me a defensive player outside of Aaron Donald for the Rams right now? Can you do it? Um, yeah, linebacker. God dang it. What is his name? Ernest Jones. Ernest Jones. Yeah, you, you did well. Yeah. Can you name the second one? <laughs> uh, I think I, I can name two. Uh, I cannot. Oh, that's it. That's uh, it. I get. I don't know. He should still play with them. Uh, Jordan Fuller, DB, and uh, man, cornerback, but. Yeah, you see, you see how that worked out. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly. And um, all right, and so in the flex, I got Mike Williams once again. That game, basically, if you can find the game that's gonna probably divvy up the most points, that's probably the players you want to play from that game. So if I can just get Mike Williams on, you know, one or two deep throws here, bam, and then. 
the defense that you're playing today, I feel like no matter what in DraftKings, you're playing the commander's defense against the Cardinals. That's what you're doing. It's the biggest bang for your buck. I'm not spending up to to play the Ravens defense against the Texans when I feel like the commanders can do the exact same thing at a lower price. So, so yeah, that's, that's where I got there. Um, and then really quick. <laughs> Your brother is funny. This <laughs> <one>. <laughs> said, oh, I got a question for you, Jamar. Who is your opponent for week one in Dynasty? <sighs> yeah, coincidentally, <laughs> coincidentally, it's you. <laughs> it's you. And, man, Dynasty. So our Dynasty League is – that that is probably the most complex league that I've ever been a part of. <laughs> we start what fifteen people, mm-hmm. seven on a is it yeah seven on offense, seven on defense, like actual individual defensive players, and then a kicker, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And I mean, I mean, yo, Jamar, look, my brother's team, man. It- <laughs> I know. I know. I, mean- <laughs> I know. Ooh. I mean, he got a couple players from me on his team. Yeah, I know, dude. And um, that uh, sun guy touchdown. <clears throat> excuse me, that sun guy touchdown. It didn't. It didn't. It didn't help you. It didn't help your case, man. No, it 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 didn't. I mean, he was formerly on my team too, so I know. I know. I know. But what did help is uh, his kicker only got three points, so I, I take that. That helps. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm I'm in an uphill battle on that one, man. I, I kid you not. I kid you not. So good luck to you, uh, Piggy. Um, all right. So so that's the cash game lineup. And I'm going to give you – see if we can do the other one here real quick. So bear with me. Once again, bear down. I keep sneaking it in there. Gotcha. I think I think everybody knows at this point. Oh, so. uh, uh, this dude said the kicker will get cut. Will be cut. <laughs> yeah, he he don't he don't play no games, man. It's it's, it's Piggy is a tough critic, man. We be laughing about it a bunch. And, uh, funny dude, man. Funny dude. I, so I, he probably won't won't be on his team next week. <laughs> No, I'm yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> all right, so all right, you can all can see this one. Yep. Yep. All right, Tony. So, so with this one, you gotta have you know a little you know variance here. You gotta you know because everybody for the most part want to pick the same players in one same shape or fashion, but you could you know find a couple that that's like rostered like at a low percentage, maybe 10% or less type deal that can go off. That will separate you quickly. And so quarterback, I got Tua. Once again, I'm going with the game that's projected to have the most points. And as you see, I got him stacked with Tyreek Hill. Bam. Uh, At running back, Javante Williams. I feel like this is a sneaky play. Now in the preseason, you know, he looked actually pretty good. Like he's healthy, but I feel like there's still some hesitation here, so I'm hoping not too many people pick him against the Raiders. I mean, it's the Raiders. Um, Rashad White, uh, 
you know, I feel like with him, sleeper. It is. I, I need I need a lot of that Baker dunk action here. Just 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 think it off to him. Just give me about four or five catches for about 30, 40 yards. Give me about 10 carries on the ground, punch it in. Like that'll do it for me. Uh, Justin Jefferson. I mean, enough said, right? We we know <laughs> we know what he is. Um once again, back to that same game. I got the rookie, uh, Johnston. I mean, that's a dark throw in a sense, but I feel like people probably more so would be picking Keenan Allen more, um, uh, Mike Williams more for this tourney. So why not give a dark throw to Johnston? What if he can break one off for a long touchdown? Pass? Only, uh, you only need one, and that'll do it. And I super punted on tight end here just to pay up for wide receiver because – you know, wide receivers, I feel like my wide receiver is going to produce a lot more. So I ain't even heard of this dude until yesterday, but apparently Musgrave from the Packers starting tight end. Maybe Jordan Love will find him a couple of times. I don't know. You just, man, if you can give me about five or six fantasy points, that'll do it. Um, once again, hashtag still a nation. <laughs> hashtag here we go. Was that better? Oh, that was that was a little bit better. You kind of <laughs> like like tapered off at the end there, but it, it's still effective. <laughs> Strong start, man. Weak, weak, weak finish. Weak finish. All right, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Uh, so yeah, I got Pickens in the flex, and then once again, I don't know if you can see it or not, but the Commanders defense. So, so yeah, that, those are my uh, lineups here for today. Um, <clears throat> I really do like the cash one. Um, I'm trying to cash out here, but, but yeah. Um, do you all have any questions about anything? Dude. Yeah, actually I do, man. So I got a question for you guys. So uh, normally I keep all of my questions, comments and concerns by myself. I don't like to throw them out there too often. Jamar, you know that I rather live with my choice that I make, man, but legit, I kind of, yeah. I, I kind of got like a real question here. So, and we are in this league together, Jamar, which is the Yahoo League. But at the same time, we don't face each other this week. So I feel kind of comfortable asking you this question. That's so fair. a flex, right? I got three options, three pretty good options in my opinion. I got Cam Akers, Mike Williams, and Jamal Williams, all hmm. for a flex option. So pretty good flex options, you know, relatively yeah. speaking. I'm just on the fence as to what to start. Look, I say the same thing about Cam Akers as I say about um, Tyler Higby because no Cooper Cup. Maybe they lean up on Cam Akers a little bit more. Um, yeah. uh, the Jamal Williams thing, we already discussed that, but the matchup is 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 tough. It's, it's tough. Right. I, I understand that. And then Mike Williams, Jamar, you, you've already mentioned it numerous amounts of times, and that's the highest – projected highest uh point output for week one so my question is to you guys man i mean who would you start not saying that i'm gonna do it i just i just want to know what you guys think ian i'll let you go first on this one ah it's a tough one it is honestly i think i will go with um cam acres um like you stated i think they just might have a tendency to lean up on him a little more you know i don't really know who's the 
I would guess who would be the number one receiver besides today. I mean, besides, you know, Cooper Cup. I don't I forget. Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson. Yeah. I don't know. Do I trust Van Jefferson? Uh, uh, I would say Cam Akers, probably. Jamar? All right. So, process of elimination for me. Um, like, Cam Akers isn't a bad option, but. If I'm thinking about the environment of the game and the game flow, chances are the Rams might be playing from behind, so that might limit Cam to a certain degree. Bless you. Thank you. Um, Jamal Williams definitely has opportunity here, but like we all stated, tough matchup, very tough matchup. So you more so banking on him, you know, more so Derek Carr leading that team into the red zone at that point um, and being goal-to-go goal action. Uh, Mike Williams, yep. Yeah, you know, highest upside game by far today. At the same time, you know, it's a lot of weapons there. <laughs> it is. So I guess my question to you is, even though you asked me one, I'm going to ask you one to, to get an answer to this question here is, uh, do you do you need the home run play or do you need safe points? Uh, at the flex, I, I tend to go for safe points. I got some, I got some hitters that's playing today. I got Burrow. I got Lamb. I got Higgins, I got Barkley, I got ETN. So that's that's those guys should be able to do what they signed up on my team to do. So I I, I feel pretty safe that I even got Hawkinson starting um today um against Tampa. But it's it's just the it's it's everything that you guys said, man. It's 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 the Mike Williams high scoring, it's the Jamal Williams tough matchup, but Great um, opportunity to be able to score inside the red zone, and it's the Cam Akers lack of, you know, Cooper Cup. Um, they could lean upon him, and Seattle has been known to not be able to stop the run as effectively as other teams out there. So it's it's that's why I'm kind of like in like a pickle. So whenever I am like that, like I I, I kind of turn like the stat monitor off, like you know I shut that screen down and I just kind of go yeah. with my gut or yeah. whatever. So it's 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 um, Right now, I'm I'm leaning towards uh, Cam Akers or Mike Williams, yeah. not more so Jamal Williams because it's is that's that is a little bit tough. But I mean, we could walk into next week and Jamal Williams scores two rushing touchdowns two for touchdowns, yeah. yeah for what seventeen yards, two rushing touchdowns, but he still got right. that twelve points. So it's tough, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it is. So with that being said, I am. Um, Leaning towards Acres as the safest play today, mm-hmm. but definitely Mike Williams has the highest upside by far. I, I can't, I can't agree with you more. So yeah, I mean, I I got a I got a little bit of a decision to make, but I think that's like the toughest decision I have to make in all my leagues. So. Boy, nah, I, if that's the toughest decision, I feel like you're in a good spot yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Boy, you know, I forgot to mention. Earlier, when we was talking about the recap of the Lions uh, Chiefs game, that I got the Lions defense in that in this twenty team league that I somehow found my way into. Don't don't even ask. But but yeah, I I, dude, I had no choice but to play the Lions defense, and you know the the pick six saved my behind. That defense gave me nine points. But yeah, I mean, it's 20 team league. There's this here. This here's a doozy. <laughs> like, 
like I'm second guessing myself on a lot of stuff in this yeah. league with certain stuff. Yeah, I mean, we already mentioned earlier, man, that um, one of our viewers that's in a 16 team league, we already said that this slim margin um, for error. But in this one, you get zero. You get zero. You make the wrong play, and and and, and you know that can be the, yes. that could be life or death right there. You just make one mistake, one mistake, bro. So it's like yep. I, I understand this this league re- requires a little bit more of your attention than the average. Yeah, I mean, so for instance, like my quarterback is Geno Smith. His is Daniel Jones. Okay. Yeah. My first running back is Saquon Barkley. Uh, his is Isaiah Pacheco and got nine point four. So I'm feeling good there. Feeling good there. Yeah. My second running back is Alexander Madison. His is B. John Robinson. Mm. So I'm like, uh. My first wide receiver is Tyreek Hill. His is Terry McLaurin. Okay, so you definitely, definitely good there. It gets a little complicated out there. I got Debo Samuels, my second wide receiver, but he got T. Higgins. Mm. I'm going to have to get a check to him right there. Yeah. Uh, My tight end is Cal Pitts. Here's a Jawan Johnson. Check to you. Um, My flex is Cortland Sutton. His is Michael Gallup. Flex Mm. to you. Check to you. Check to you. Uh. My kicker is uh, Young Way Koo. Thank you for the pronunciation a couple years ago. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. No, it is not what it looks like. (laughs) (laughs) And his is uh, Jason Sanders, the kicker for the Dolphins. So, I mean, that can go either way. Um, My Lions defense, like I mentioned, he got the Cardinals defense. So. Okay. So, so, I mean, I like your your eyes. Yeah, he got B. John. And I'm not sure exactly how they're going to use him today. Look, man, Tyler Algier has been pretty good for them. Um, uh, dang it, what's the other guy? Daryl Patterson has been pretty good for them. Still got Drake London. Still got Kyle Pitts there. I know that's going to be a lot of leaning, hopefully, on B. John. Hopefully. But at the same time, I'm not sure how good he's going to play week one. And that's going to be a game that I'm definitely going to just kind of key in on, you know what I mean? Just to see how they're going to utilize him. Kind of like the Jameer Gibbs thing, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, uh, but nah, man, I, if I were you, I kind of, kind of, br- <laughs> he said, he, <laughs> he said, you know, dude, every, everybody does it, bro. Like everybody does it. And we, we already don't know who you, who you talking about anyway. So yeah, but it is young way, young way. <laughs> oh man. What a name. Oh, man. But, yeah, that's dude, yeah, that's that's the one I'm trying to figure it out. Because usually my deepest team leagues is a 16-team or, like, Foxborough. Like, me and Foxborough, we, you know, we, we got that that same, you know, predicament usually. But my 16 turned to a 14, so it's not nearly the same. But it's still – anything past 12, you know, you got to really be on it. You got that right. Sure. Oh, man. Um. All right, so I guess last thing I'll say, because at this point we can probably, you know, wrap it up here. Um, Look, it's week one. Don't overthink. Definitely don't overthink. This is the first week of the season. What may be uh, a situation in week one probably won't be a situation by week four or five. So, like, for instance, Jameer Gibbs, like we saw only a 17% – 
uh, target share or touch share, whatever percentage of the snaps, rather, as opposed to 77% for David Montgomery. That may change here in the next three weeks. So don't overreact to that. Um, play your best players. Don't get too cute. Every win counts. Uh, you know, stacks mean a lot, especially in daily fantasy, for sure. Um, you know, and as far as daily fantasy, another thing I would say, like, you know, normally in the past, you, 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 you know, for me and how to really gain the edge is um, in the past, you know, you want to look for the value play, like who can give you biggest bang for your buck, who can outscore the projected points, you know, blah, 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 or the projected price per se. Mm-hmm. But basically my um, mythology is um, you want to look for the game that's going to give you the highest output of points because – it's going to give you the most points. So, therefore, that's that's what you really want to target here. Um, and don't get too cute with that either, especially for cash games. If you want to get cute for a tournament, by all means, just not for cash games, which is more so head-to-head 50-50s. Um, and um, it's head-to-head 50-50s. And it's, it's another – basically, is you versus the other at a 50-50 chance, more, more than not. So, so yeah, that's – that's that's all I have to say here, um, fellas. Do you have anything else before we wrap up? Nah, um, I don't. Is it you know? Is week one like you already mentioned, Jamar? Is it you know you? Nobody wants to start off the season in the hole, but at the same time, it is just that. It's just the start of the season. So I mean, going on, like I I, I do want to mention that I started a league zero and four last season, and I actually won that league. So it, it, you know, it is. It's not about how you start, but it it, it it is about how you finish. And you already mentioned, like that's one thing that I live by. Don't get cute out here. You know, yeah. go with those best players. Go with the players that you drafted in the first through five rounds. Like those are the players that you should be starting, no question. Or else you wouldn't use that high caliber pick on that player. You know what I mean? So it's it's so everybody that was out, you know, watching and commenting and. You know, up on the various platforms that we are streaming live on right now. Uh, you know, good luck to y'all, man. Because, and you know, good luck to you, Ian. Good luck to you, Jamar. Yeah. I know you two play each other um this week. I'm gonna definitely make sure I keep my eye on that matchup in between the Steelers games and you know the other things that I got going on. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and real quick, before I let uh, Ian talk, uh, mm-hmm. like you said, don't don't get don't get too cute. Um, also. The uh the draft, like basically how you draft, like the top players that you drafted in your draft in those first few rounds, unless somebody's hurt. You're playing those you yeah, those are guys that you should have in your lineup week one. Yeah. Healthy plan. Really should. And then uh really quick, um, if you want to support the podcast, we got a QR code here for Venmo. Also, we got a cash app here. Um, you know, cash app destination uh fantasy there. But uh, Ian, like, what are you thinking here? Final thoughts Um, for these people going into week one? Just don't overthink it. Uh, Like you guys stated, can star players that you drafted in those first, you know, five to ten rounds, they're healthy. Play them, man. Um, Never know what happens. It's week one. Just don't overthink it. Fair enough. So. That being said, Deshaun, where can they find us? Basically, man, you can find us anywhere where podcasts are found, man. Um, and I think the, the best thing about today is, man, we are streaming live on multiple platforms uh, today. Um, we're on uh, 
Facebook. We're streaming live up on Twitch, which is super dope. Um, and as well as the YouTube page. Make sure you check us out up on all those platforms, man. Um, make sure you like, share, subscribe, comment, and just continue to rock with us as we got some fantastic content um today and as well as down the road, man. So we appreciate it. All right. So with that being said, good luck to you, Ian. Um good luck. Good best, luck. May the best team win. I don't like uh, that, bro. Like, I don't like that. Uh, like, come at, uh, come at his throat, bro. Paul. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, That's no. wild. <laughs> oh, no, man. But, yeah, do we, man. Wait. Do we? All right. So, do we, do we need a little small wager here like we was doing last year? You know, do we, do we need a dope, man? Like, you know, like, talk okay. it up a little bit, man. All right. So, all right. So, last year, what we do, like, we're, like, opponents like colors and stuff yeah that was, that's that was what I, wild. I had to wear a brown jersey last year bro like and that oh man like i took a shower <laughs> like immediately like, after, <laughs> man, like i thought i had like scabies or something like after after putting that on bro like oh bro. man i think i had a ugh, uh one of them green and yellow shirts on last year for a second it was a, it was a packer shirt it was a packer shirt bro don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so, since we're both Bears fans, I, I'm not going to do you like that. But uh, I don't know. Let's see. Real well, I don't. I don't know. To spice it up. What can we do though? Real quick. Um, I don't know, man. That's that's mano y mano right there, man. Y'all got to come up with something. <clears throat> but yeah, man, dude, for it to be as even as it is, as far as like projections go, man, that that seriously is something that I'm. A, you know, I keep guess on we could do like a what, like a five ten dollar bet or something like that. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, let's let's friendly let's ten bug friendly ten bug wager. I like it. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah, it. yeah. We can do that. Friendly ten. If it were me, it'd have been a dub. But you know, that's... Look, I, I, I ain't big money bags like you. So. <laughs> oh, 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 I definitely ain't, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we yeah we can do that. Yeah, ten, we we can do ten. Friendly ten, ten. I that's like cool. it. Yeah, I like yeah, it. That's cool. All right. All right, so, all right, so for my bro Deshaun, for our, my other bro and our new counterpart Ian, Jamar, Destination Fantasy Podcast Week One. Um, see you next week. We'll get you prepared. But until then, good luck, everybody. Deuces.